Today's daf kuf dalad. We left off eight lines from the top on kuf dalad on off by the two dots. So the mission said lo yitain lo lebnoi v'lo yilushlucha. Is he have a gazlin? He swears that he's mighty. He swore falsely. He has to pay a karen and a chaimish. It says he should not pay to the son of that nigzol, nor can he pay to the shliach of that nigzol. So zok demar itmar shliach sha'asoi be'edim. You make a shliach in front of edim, meaning somebody is owed money, and he appoints a shliach to collect that money and bring it back to him. So for example, we will use the context. Of our Mishnah. So we had in the case of our Mishnah, somebody steals, he swears falsely, and he's moida. Now that Gazan has to pay the Karen Mechaimish. Now the Nigzal makes a Shliach Bifne'edim to go collect that Karen Mechaimish from the Gazan. So the question is, is it considered a valid Shliach? Meaning that now when the Gazan gives that money, it's as if he gave the money directly to the Nigzal. And if an Ainus happens to that, put that, on that, to that Shliach along the way and he loses the money, nevertheless, the Gazan was Yotei Shiva Shava, and he won't have to pay anything else. Or it's not considered a shliach, the Gazan was not Yotzeh's Chiyav Ashav until it actually gets to the hands of the Nigzal. And if something happens along the way, the Gazan will have to pay again. That's the Shaila. So if Chizda Omar have a shliach, he says it is a shliach. And if something happens along the way, then the one who gave the money to the shliach, I mean the Gazan that gave it to the shliach, is going to be Potter. But Rabba Omar loy have a shliach. And if something happens along the way, the Gazan will have to pay again to that Nigzal. Now, Taisus points out, and he's Medayik from Rashi also, we'll mention where the Diak is in Rashi, that if the Nigzal says directly to the Gazan, Send it to me through this shliach. Everyone's masking, of course, that's a valid shliach. The whole machlekes over here is, is where he didn't say it directly to the Gazan. He said it in front of Edim. So the machlekes is like this. So chizda amar havi shliach, it is a shliach. L'hachi tarach me be'edim, delekar b'shuseh. That's the reason why he appointed the shliach in front of Edim, that it should be that when it comes into the hands of the shliach, it's as if it's now already by me, by the mashaleach. But rabba amar loya v'shliach, because hachi kamer. This is what the nigzal means to say to the Gazan when he sends this fellow, this shliach. Because inish mehemnu, he's a trustworthy fellow. Yisam chasmoich, if you want to rely on him, that's fine. If you want to send the payment by him, no problem, you could. But you're not putter from yuchi yavashava until it actually gets back to me into my hands. Tonight, there's a mission above him that says, somebody borrows a cow. The shulcha, the mashal sends it, in the hands of his son, meaning the mashal son, or in the mashal's evid, or the mashal's shliach. Or the mashal gives that power to the son, the evid, or the shliach of the shayel. In all cases, umesa, it now dies along the way before getting to the hands of the shayel. Potter, that shayel is going to be potter if an oinus happens along the way. Because it never became, it never came into the shus of that shayel to be chayv in oitzim. And here's where the Taisis Diak is in Rashi. Because Rashi says it's, it'll only work if the shayel said lehedya to the mashal, send it into the shayel. But otherwise it's not going to work. And therefore he doesn't come chayv in oitzim until he gets it. Now, the second half of the mission said he, the mashal gives it to the shliach of the shayel. How did this shayel appoint this shliach? If there's no edim over here, and Rashi explains, how do we know that he's a shliach? How could the mission refer to him as a shliach? Well, how do we know that it's a shliach? Obviously, it has to be that there was edim over here. It must be that he appointed in front of edim. It still says the shayel is potter if something happens along the way, even though the shliach already received it. So we see, even though he appointed the shliach in front of edim, nevertheless, it's not considered a shliach. And when that shliach receives the the cow, it's not considered like it got to the Rishos of this Mishaleach. Kashul of Chizdu, who said that it is a valid Shliach, and for the Gemara, Kedamar of Chizdu, Chizdu himself will answer on a different Kashul coming up, B'schir Yulukita, so Hachanami, you could say the same Tarets over here, B'schir Yulukita, when we say Shlucha in the Mishnah, it doesn't mean literally a Shliach, it means the Shliach means his hired hand, the person he pays According to a certain amount of time, the Lakita Rashi says Tupshatim, Lakita Yalashan of gathering in, like somebody that lives with him because he needs the company, or Lakita Yalashan of being like it to us, as somebody that works with him and picks his tua. But the point is that he never appointed the person for this Shlichas. It's Tam a person that a lot, does a lot of his things, but he never was Mamanahim for the Shlichas right here, and that's why it's not considered a regular Shlich.
Tanah. Now we come to our Mishnah, which is how it comes to the Sugya. The Gazan should not give that payment, the Karen the Chaymish, to the son of the Nigzal, nor should he give it to the Shliach of the Nigzal. What's the case that this Nigzal made a Shliach? Same problem. There was no Adim, so how could the Mishnah refer to him as a Shliach? How do we know it's a Shliach? It's talking about where he made it with Adim, and still the Mishnah says it's not considered a Shliach. It's not a Hashava until it gets to the hands of the Nigzal. It's a Kasha and a Chizda. And this Rav Chizda said his tarot, you know, it wasn't a regular minus shlichus, it was just his hired hand or his lakita, but there was never a, a, a regular minus shlichus here. What would be the halacha like Rav Chizda if the nigzel made that shliach in front of Edom? What would, what would he say? Hachanami the shliach. So if Chizda is correct that it is a shliach, so in fact, the Tani Seifa, who the shliach bezin, the Seifa says there is an Eitzah. Because the Gazan could give it to the shliach bezin, that was the Kanas Hashavim. Why do you have to jump to shliach bezin? Liflik Venisi Bididei, in the case of the Risha, and we'll fill in with the Bach, the Bach says, When do we say that the shliach of the Nigzal doesn't work? Is B'shliach Shaloy Asao Be'edim? He didn't do it in front of Edom. Avo, pick it back up in the Gemara. Shliach Shaasao Be'edim, but if the Nigzal did make the Shliach in front of Edom, Hachanami the Havish Shliach, it would be a Shliach. And the Gazan was Yoytis Chiyavashal. Why do we have to jump to the case of the Karnazashav? I'm here for the Gemara, because like it's not across the board. Because Shliach Bezdin, Loishna Asai Nigzal, Loishna Asai Gaza. It doesn't make a difference who appointed him. Havish Shliach, it's a valid Shliach. So Psikle, it works across the board. Now, what does it mean? That a shliach bezdin is being appointed by the Gazan of the Nigzal, so how is he a shliach bezdin? So the Rajma here explains that when we say that it's a shliach, the Nigzal of the Gazan is making the shliach bezdin, it means that he's appointing the shliach in front of three people that, that will be kosher for Dayanan. Meaning when we say it's in front of Adam, it's just two, and those two don't have to be people that could be kosher for Dayanan. But a shliach bezdin that a Gazan makes or a Nigzal makes means, Zakh the Rajma, that he's doing it in front of three people, and those three people are people that are kosher for Dayanan. So there it's psikhle, it's across the board. It doesn't make a difference who's appointing him. As opposed to shliach why we left that out is the chiyaso nigzel who the havishliach. It's only when the nigzel makes that shliach, then it's a valid shliach. The gazan gives him that shliach, he's done with his ashava. But I saw a gazan, the gazan appoints that shliach, and then he starts sending the money with his own shliach. Lo havishliach, that's not considered a valid shliach of the nigzel, it's not going to work. So leipsikale, it's not across the board, and therefore we left it out. Our mission that you now just were forced to say, you were forced to say that it's talking about that, that the Mishnah holds that a Shliach Bezdin, even if it's the Gazlan that makes that Shliach Bezdin and not the Nigzal, still it's a valid Shliach and it automatically becomes under the responsibility of that Nigzal. It's not like the following Tanya. If the Nigzal appointed, and but the Gazlan didn't, but the Nigzal sends his Shliach and he takes it from the Shliach of that Gazan, in that case it will be Potter, that's fine. The Gazan will be Potter if some Ines happens on the way, which implies that if the Gazan made the Shliach Bezin, and then there's an Ines happens while it's still in the hands of his Shliach, then the Gazan will remain Chayim. Not like the mission that says that the Shliach Bezin is a valid Shliach, even if the Gazan is the one that made the Shliach. Both of them hold like Rav Chizda to valid shliach. From time of Mishnah Seno, again, that kasha where it says that the, the Gazan should not give it to the shliach of the Nigzal, and it has to be talking about with Edom, because if it's not Edom, then how do we know? No, you don't have to say it's talking about Edom. It's talking about a different case. He just wanted, he said to him, make yourself available as follows. The Amalei, the Nigzal just says to his friend, I have money that Yana Gazlan owes me. He's not sending me the money. So here's an answer. Make yourself appear by him. Maybe it's just a technical problem. He didn't have anybody to send me the money. And since he never appointed him as a shliach, that's why the Gazlan is not Mekayim, is Chiyav HaShav, until it actually gets to the hands of the Nigzal. Or another Teretzinami, like we said before, but he never appointed an actual shliach here. I'm reviewing my
Rashi says, this means that a Valapikadan gives over to a Shliach, gives certain simanim that, the, that now the Shliach will be able to prove to the Shimer that he's in fact, he is in fact coming with the Shlichas of the Bailam. And he writes in it his signature in a letter and he gives it over. And excuse me, he tells the Shliach, show this to the to Pliny over there, and he'll give you the money that he owes me. And that we say, Shmuel says, Ein meaning the Shimer should not give that Pikadan over because he'll still have the Achrayas in it until it actually reaches the hands of the Bible. If something happens on the way, the Shimer is going to be Chayav, so don't do it. Even if Adam sign in it, still, the, 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 the person should not give it back to this person because he's still going to have the, his own Achrayas if something happens in it. No, if once Adam sign on it, then you could, because then it's a valid Shliach, and when that Shemir gives it to the Shliach, so he, he's absolved, he gives it to his Chiv, and he's done. I'm referring to the Shmuel, according to Shmuel, who says that even if Adam sign in it, still with no Eitzah, so Maitakanta, what's an Eitzah for a Mafkid who wants to collect from his Shemir and the Shemir's not here? What's the Eitzah? Uh, Rabbi Abba was owed money. Rabbi Yosef Rechama owed Rabbi Abba money. So Amrle, Rabbi Abba says, Lirab Safra, he says, while you're still on the road, stop over there, and I see no nearly. Go bring me the money from Rabbi Yosef Rechama. So Kiazi Lahasim, when Rabbi Safra got to Rabbi Yosef Rechama, Amrle, Rabbi Bray, Rabbi the son of Rabbi Yosef Rechama said, Mikasav Lach his Kabalti, did Rabbi Abba write to you his Kabalti? Meaning that when you get this money, it's as if I, Rabbi Abba, already have gotten it, and therefore Rabbi Yosef Rechama would be completely absolved. Amrle, he says, No, I don't have such a star. See, if that's true, Rav Yosef Rechama's son, Rava, said, then Rav Yosef Rechama doesn't have to give you anything because he's going to be stuck. If something happens on the way, Rav Yosef is going to still be chayim. So what's the Eitzah? Zilberesha. First, go back to Rabbi Let him write for you such a star as Gabalti. But then Rava says, even that's not going to work. Because even if that's what you do have, it's still not going to help. Why? Because after you go to Rabbi and you get this Gabalti, but now you're on your way back and you already left Rabbi maybe Shach of Rabbi is going to die, Rashi says, because he was very old already. And then his Yarshim are going to get that money. It's nothing going to work. He's no longer alive. If something happens on the way, the Yisraelim are going to be Tavir Rabbi Yosef. So Vaitir Rabbi is not going to give it to you. So Amrle, so Rav Safar said, So what's the Eitzir? How can I get this money for Rav Abba? So he says, Zil nikninulach agavar. Let Rav Abba be magnet to you the money agavar. Because we know Kenyan agav works. Now here's a little problematic because it's not so simple to be magnet ahava when it's Kenyan agavar. Pikadin, yeah. And in fact, the Raj Bataka changes the gears here. He says, don't say the word masik, not that he was owed money. We're talking about a pikadin, which would still well with Rashi. Because Rashi, as you mentioned at the top, at the beginning of the Sukkot, talks about a pikadin. But the way gears that we have is talking about money. So he says, let Rabbi Abba be magnet to you that money, even though the money's not here. Rabbi Abba doesn't have it. It's by Rabbi Yosef Rechama. Nevertheless, he could be magnet to that money, agav, a piece of karka that he does have. Vita'at, then you, who are now the bailam on that money, oh, now we can handle with you. You come and kasayv one is kabalti. You write is kabalti, which is valid because you're the owner of the money. And then Rabbi Yisrael will give it to you. Kihadra, Papa, a similar type of case. Have a masik tracer of Azuzah Bechuzai. The Bechuzai owed Rabbi Papa 12,000 zos. Aknim Niyalele, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Abba, Agava Sifer Debesi. So Rabbi Papa was makna that money to Rabbi Shmuel Bar Abba, and he did with the Kenyan Agav. Agava Sifer Debesi, Rashi says, it's karka. Either it means the miftan, the porch of the house, or the, it means like the soif of the bais. I mean, he maknim some piece of karka at the end of the house. And we know Kenyan Agav works. You can be maknim a talpan Agav the karka. Ki also, when Shmuel Bar Abba came back with the money, Nafik Lape Atavak, Rabbi Papa was so happy, he came out to meet him all the way to that place called Tava because he was very thrilled that he was getting back his money. So therefore, Zakh Degemar, even Shmuel who holds that even when the Adam signed it, it's still Ein Mashalcha and Moiz Bidiyukni, we have such an Eitzah, you could be, the Bible could be Makna the money to the Shliach, Agav Karka, and then you could go collect. The Mishnah said, Nasa Moyes, a Karen Vuchu. He says he gives the Karen, but the Gazla did not yet pay the Chaimish. So for the Chaimish, that he doesn't have to go all the way to Mother, only the Karen, but not the Chaimish. Zakh Degemar, Alma, 
Chaimish Mamainahu, we see the Chaimish considered Mamain. Lafuke, what? There's a discussion in the Shayin. The Sheet of Shayin, the Rosh says, Lafuke, that it's not a Kapara. The Chiddush over here is, we see that it's Mamain. How do we see? Zakhar Ashi, because the fact that the Mishnah had to even tell us that you don't have to go and give him that Chaimish, so we see that it's considered Mamainus over here. And since it's like Mamainus, it's no different than the Karen. So different than there would have been a Shtaka Havamina, that maybe it's just like the Karen you do have to go after, and all the way to Madai, Kamashma and the Mishnah, that you don't have to. But we see at least that it's Mamain, and it's not Kapara. So therefore, now that it's mominous, and so if this goslin dies, if would be a kapara, then not. Because Rashi is going to tell us, in kapara But now that it's mominous, so different than any other chayv that the father has when he dies, the Yarshim have to pay that chaymish to the nigzel. Another raya from our Mishnah, so he gave the karen after he swore, and he was minded that it was swore falsely, he's chayv a karen chaymish, he paid the karen, but then he swears on the chaymish, then he says, no, I was minded on that also. He has to pay a chaymish on that chaymish because that chaymish turned into the karen. We see that chaymish is called mamanus because the chi of maman, the chi of chaymish only comes on a kfiris maman, not a kfiris kapara. So two rise from the Mishnah. And the third rise is a brisa. Somebody steals from his friend and he swears and he is mighty that he swore falsely and then he dies. Yorshim, Misham, and Karen, the chaymish. They have to pay not only the karen but also the chaymish because chaymish is a maman. The asham, that's taka kapara. And therefore, since the asham, Kapara and not Mamaina, they don't have to do it because ain't Kapara Lamesim, so they're done. The, that was the Chiv of the Father, and that's gone. Perfect Gemara. The Yarshin Beneshlum Echum Shadavu and Havu. Is it Taka true that the Yarshin of the Gazan, they have to pay their father's Chaymish? Vremino ask you a steer. Adain and Yomer. I still say Rashi fills us in the beginning of this Brisa and Taras Kainim, the, the Brisa Darshan says Asher Gazal, and the Brisa says Agze Loihu Moisev Chaymish, and not Agze Ozavar. But the price continues. But maybe when is it that a son doesn't pay a chaimish for the theft of his father? Nobody swore. However, who let's say he swore, but not his father. His father than him. Or who both of them swore. How do know that even in this case, a son does not pay the chaimish for the theft of his father? So we see that a gazan that dies is Yarshim. Are not chayv to pay the chaymish because it's a kapara. It's not moment. Not like the two diukim in our mishnah and the tani namiachi. Amr of Nachman lekasha. Kan shahayda the mishnah is where he was a hayda and kan shloi hayda in the mishnah the father was mayda while he was still alive after he swore so he was became chayv in that chaymish then the yarshin have to pay but the brayis and the teres kain was talking about there was no no hayda and the gemara thinks right now it means there's no hayda but Rav Nachman means to say there was no hayda at all not the father not by the son so in fact the gemara eloi hayda if there was no hayda over here so karen namer lemeshalin shouldn't have to pay anything at all. Because he wasn't mighty, he's denying the whole thing. Why is he chayv anything? But if you say that is what it means, the karen, this taka doesn't have to pay, but have to come a hadar chaymish, the fact that the price is working with the chaymish, that implies that the karen you do have to pay, the oitanya, because the hemshech of that price in Teres Kainim says, when does the son have to pay the karen for the theft of his father? Maybe that's only when they both saw his father, but not him. He made the shwar, but not his father. Nobody made a shwar. How do you know that the son still has? To pay off the canon, Tamalem, Exalev, Oishek, Vaveda, Ubikavin, Yesh Talmud, the Bryce of Finches off, and we clarify what that means. We also Ravuna, Vakamala Hashmaita, Amale, Rabba Bray, Rabba, the son of Ravuna, said to him, Yesh Talmud, Kamamar, does the Bryce of me to say, literally, that there's a, the, 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 the Tana is learning it out from Sukkim, or Yesh Talmud, Kamamar, it just means that he should pay, meaning it's Misar, it's not from a Pasuk, and Amale, he told him, Yesh Talmud, Kamino, no, it means literally that there is a Joshua, Mirbuya, the Kray, all these extra Sukkim were being Margaret. So we see that this Bryce is talking about an instance where Yechayim on the Karen. If you're chayv on the karen, it has to be that he was moideh. So how could Rav Nachman say that it's talking about that he was not moideh? 
everything right. When Rav Nachman said that the Brass and Tarskana is talking about there was no Yidah, that means, not like we said before, of it means the father was a Maida, and that's why the son doesn't have to pay the Chaimish, but but the son was Maida, and that's why the son is on the hook for the Karen. If the son was Maida, so the son made a Shua, and he's Maida that it was a Shua Shekha, so you should pay Chaimish because he swore off lastly. Why is he Potter from Chaimish? The gzela is no longer around where it's no longer, there is no chiv on the sun to pay at all. We're going to learn about that coming up in the last part of the Masechta. And therefore, even in the instance where the sun is kaifer, that's considered a kfiris dvaram ba'alma. The shua that he made, b'shaker, is not a shua that he lied. There's not going to be any chaimish. The chiv of chaimish is only where had he not denied it, he would have been chayiv in the cairn. But over here, even had he said nothing, the sun wouldn't be chayiv in any because the gzela that his father stole is no longer be'en. So therefore, even when he does swear b'shaker, there's no chaimish. In fact, if it's not around, a filu then he should not have to pay the Karen either. There's no Chiv at all. The Brysa says, we were Medayik, that you do have to pay the Karen. There is an Achrayis Nechas, meaning Karka. The father did leave over Karkais, and then you do have to pay back because of the covet of the father. What does that help? Milva alpehi. All it is is a milva alpeh. There's no star here. Milva alpeh. In the goyver lemon, yorsh shem v'leimen alakufis. So why is he paying the karen? I'm here. For the Bishamad b'din, there was a mother b'din before the father died. Bishamad b'din, afil chaimish nami mishal. You have to pay that as well. What should the, what should the chaimish be different from the karen? Both of them are considered mammon, and both of them the son swore and he was made there. The Gemara in Shua says that we don't swear on Kakais. Now, this son, when he swore, he's being kaifa on a Shibur Kakais, because if not that his father left over Kakais, he wouldn't have any fear to pay at all. And therefore, the Karen, he's going to be chai because the son is being maida. Yes, that's true. So he has to pay off from that karka. But the Chaimish, which only comes on the Shua Shekhar, that not, because he's a Chaimish, Al Kfir Shibur Kakais. Rava Amar different It's really, we're talking about that the Gzela is still around. That's why the Ben has to pay off the Karen. I, the Kasha was, let the Ben be chai v'chaymish because of his own shvur, he's swearing and he's being maida. His father had a bag full of his money and he deposited it by somebody else and the gzeva, the thing that's stolen island, is sitting in that bag, but the son has no idea. So Karen, Mishalim, Da'isei, yeah, he has to pay the Karen because it's around, it's banned, so of course he has to pay it. But chaymish, the chaymish that he should have to pay because the son swore and was maida, he's not going to pay it. Because when he swore, is because he thought he was telling the truth because he wasn't aware that the stone island was in there. The Hala Havi he didn't know, and therefore he's going to be potter on the Chaimish will pause there. So today we learned of a machlaikis of Chizda and Rabbah. If somebody makes a shleach with Ne'edim, go collect the Chayim. Is he considered a shleach? And when that shleach receives that Chayim, it's as if it ha- came to the hands of the Mishaleach, or he's not considered a shleach, it's not considered in the Rishus of the Mishaleach until it actually gets to his hands. If somebody steals something from his friend, then he swears and he's moidim. So minadin, he should have to give it back straight to the nigzel. When shavim, he said, you can give it to shleach bezin. According to Shem ben Elazar, that's only if the nigzel made the shleach bezin. However, according to Chizdu, who held that a shleach, Sha'asai b'fnei Edom is a shleach, he was forced to concede that the Mishnah must be arguing and hold that even if it's the Gazan that made the shleach bezin, it's also going to work. If Adam signed it, that's a if that works. But even according to Shmuel, it doesn't help. It's still an eighth of the collect by, by having the Bailam be mocked with the money to his Shliach, Agav the Karka. And finally, this that we say that a Gazlan that swears, Beshak and his is that Chaimish is Maman and not Kapar. And therefore, if the Gazlan dies, his Yarshim are Chayef to pay the Chaimish just like the Chayef to pay the Karen.